every human being has been birthed with dreams and the ability to dream from God. That is why young babies, children, toddlers, constantly are always dreaming wild dreams. How many of you ever dreamed dream dreams before? How many of you ever thought of being a fireman or a nurse or a doctor when you were 10 years old? Let me see your hands. How many of you have been dreaming of building or flying an airplane or going on the moon when you were five years old? Let me see your hands. How about 15 years old? How many of you ever dreamt of being in charge of a country when you were 14? Let me see your hands. Yeah, I wanted to run all the countries in the world. Everybody dreams. As a matter of fact, there are people here tonight who are still frustrated because their dream is still as far as it was when they were 20 years old. And the reason why people's dreams don't come to pass is because they haven't learned how to exercise the principles that are designed in God's creation to fulfill dreams. Now let me explain for a moment what a principle is. Because principles are different from facts. A principle is a law that is established to create the environment to successfully produce the performance of the promised. What I mean by that is every manufacturer builds into his product principles by which that product function and if you follow those principles everything that the manufacturer promise you you'll experience. For example your automobile was built on certain principles and that principle uh, product was placed in the automobile before you received the car. Uh, when they built the engine of the automobile for example they built it to operate on gasoline maybe unleaded right and uh, be because they did that when you bought the car the principle was already built into the engine so you couldn't decide to put what you felt like into the car you had to put what the manufacturer designed the car to operate on that's why if you like apple juice or orange juice or pineapple juice the car doesn't care it likes unleaded gasoline so if you want the car to function for you what you have to do then is submit to the principle of the automobile manufacturer. And once you do what the principle commands you to do, the car will function for you. So success is really based on the obedience to principles. Write that down. It's a very important, simple concept. Success is based on obedience to principles. In other words, being successful is not luck. Being effective in your life is not a matter of being a lucky person or a fortunate person. Success and top performance in life is literally a simple process of obedience to principles. If you do everything the manufacturer commands you to do, then you should get from the product what they promise you in top performance. And so even as we see that in the normal creation or manufacturing of human uh, products, the same thing is true about what God created. The plants around me are products of principle. That is why God really doesn't create trees anymore. God does not come down to earth and create trees every day. God put the principle of tree production in a seed. And he did that from the beginning in Genesis chapter 1 in the Bible. And ever since that day, trees have been following a principle. The principle is you take a seed and you put it in the right environment and what happens? Automatically a tree comes out of the seed. You'll never see a seed praying to produce a tree. They don't toil, they don't spin, they don't worry. As a matter of fact, 
You just put him in the right environment and here comes the tree. And that's the way God created all life. You know, the animal kingdom operates on the same concept of principle. Everything in life is built to function by principles. Now, what is a principle? Once again, a principle is a fixed law that is established to guarantee the performance of a product. Once you obey the principle, success is automatic. That makes life exciting. Now, principles are established to make life simple. Say that with me. Principles are established to make life simple. In other words, principles are established to simplify life. And if you and I can learn the principles of everything, we'll simplify our lives. You see, when you don't know principles, you have to experiment. When you don't know the principle of a thing, you have to literally trial and error it through life. For example, because you know what a car demands, then you don't have to think twice of what to put in the car. Is that right? You don't pray, should I put juice or uh, tomato juice? Or Father, should I put tomato today? Or should I put orange juice? No, you just know what to put in that so you know where to go for it. And automatically when your car gauge, gasoline fuel gauge is low, you go directly to the station, don't you? And you don't pray about it, do you? You don't fast about it. Hello? You know, the reason why we pray and fast is because we ain't sure about the principles. Now, let me give you another example of how powerful principles function. In the book of Hebrews, written by uh, one of the great scholars of scripture, in chapter 1, there is a statement made about principles. And it says in verse 2, that God created the universe, and through Jesus Christ, who is the image of the invisible God, God created all things. And then it says, and he sustains or maintains or operates everything by the word of his power. That's a very important statement. It's talking about principles. It actually implies that everything God created, God has placed a system of word by which all things in the universe are supposed to function. That also means then that if you and I will learn how the creation is supposed to function, we can live simple and effective lives. Everything God created, He has a word in it that keeps it functioning, including humans. That is why He sustains how many things? All things. How many? All things. How? By the word of His power or the power of His word. That means the trees are operating by a word God put in them. The animals are functioning by a word God put in them. It's amazing how geese can fly from the north to the south and find their way every year to their, to their birthing grounds and, and their reproductive grounds and back to where they came from in the north. I mean, you see these birds without instructors, without teachers, without professors, they just know what to do. The whales in the ocean, they just know what to do. The plants, they grow up toward the sun, not down toward the earth. Everything has, it seems, a built-in word from God. Now, God did the same thing with humans. You see, God wanted all of us to function according to principles and precepts that are established for us to be successful. Success in life has nothing to do with money, or food, or clothes, or cars, or wealth that we accumulate. 
success has to do with being exactly what you were born to be accomplishing exactly what you were born to accomplish that is success so you can do everything and still be a failure if you didn't do what you were born to do so how do you accomplish and become what you were born to do you have to discover those precepts and those principles by which we're supposed to function now that is why when God created the first man there was no instructor in the garden there was no written book called the Bible in the Garden of Eden. There was no revelation from no prophet or preacher or evangelist in the garden. What God had in the garden was his word. As a matter of fact, the intimacy between Adam and the word was so close that the Bible says Adam would walk and talk with God in the cool of the day. Do you know what God sent into the garden to talk to Adam? It says the voice of the Lord came into the garden. What a wonderful way to live. To have a permanent voice of God with you all the time. Saying, go here, do that, don't touch that, turn right, turn left, duck, stand, jump, leap, stop. I mean, just the voice constantly giving you instructions that help you make your way through the maze of alternatives in life. Principles, therefore, are established to make life easy and simple. God is not a mysterious God, even though he's a mystery to us. God is a very simple God. Obey me, live. Disobey me, die. Is that complicated? No. Now, obey me means what? Obey my word and live. Disobey my word and die. How does he maintain all things? By the word of his power. What did he give Adam in the first instance? His word. What did he what did Adam disobey that caused us to fall apart? The Word of God. What did God send into the world to correct the problem? The Word. In other words, Jesus Christ is the embodiment of the principles of God to restore man to a simple way of living. That is why in John chapter 1 it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God and the word was God the same as in the beginning with God and that word was made flesh and dwelt among us we beheld his glory so what did God send to solve your problem the word what is word the word actually the word logos in the first chapter of John write this down is the word logos is what we do translated the word word now this word logos l-o-g-o-s if you look at the Greek rendering of the word, it can be uh, translated as expression of a thought. Which means God sent his thoughts back to earth, wrapped up in flesh called Jesus. So that we could once again put on the thinking of God. That is why Jesus says, if you believe my words, you shall live. Now, I like David. David was a great politician, a tremendous king. And David himself really was one of the rare people that God said was after his own heart. Now, what made God call David a man after my own heart? I believe God loved David because David did not seek riches and wealth and power and influence. David kept on asking God for one simple thing. Guess what it was? If you read his favorite book, which is the book of Psalm, you'll find this all through the book. Teach me thy ways. Teach me thy precepts. 
Teach me thy statutes. Teach me thy word. Teach me thy principles. All of these words actually can be described as the same thing. David was after God's principles. David says, if you teach me thy principles, then I will prosper and preserve my life. David understood that the key to success is learning the precepts of God, the principles of God, the ways of God. Now here's something interesting. The word statutes that David used for the, for the word word is a proper word. The Hebrew word statue is the same word for character. Word statue imply. What does the word character means? The word character or statue means fixed and predictable. That's the same word God uses for his word. His word is fixed and predictable. Predictable means if you obey the word of God, you can predict the outcome. I like that. Tell your neighbor, go for it. You see, the reason why we have so many problems in life is because we keep using other people's words. It's like putting orange juice in the gasoline tank. We keep putting the wrong stuff in our lives and wanting the predictable outcome. But do you know that you can predict the outcome of all things? If you put apple juice in your car's tank, you can predict what's going to happen. True? You don't need to pray, you don't need no revelation, you don't even need a prophecy. As a matter of fact, I always wonder why God sent prophecy into the world anyhow. Prophecy is for people who ain't listening anyhow. <laughs> you see, if you could hear from God, why does he need to send a messenger? Prophecy is for people who refuse to listen, even though God speaks to them directly. So he sends someone else to tell them what they've been hearing all along. And it's just like you putting orange juice in your gas tank. You don't need me to prophesy, thou knowest it shall not work. Yea, say the Lord, the car shall not work. You don't need me to prophesy that to you. If you violate the principle of the manufacturer, then the results are predictable. And life is that way. It's very simple. If you obey the principles and the precepts and the statutes of God, then you can predict your future. Now, what I am so amazed at is that people are failing in life because they don't understand the simple principles of God. I remember when I began to read this book, it's a wonderful book. This is my major text in my life, but it's also my manual for living. This is the constitution of my new country called heaven. This is my life, this book. And I used to read this book for devotion. I used to read this book to get the good stories from it, like David killing Goliath or Daniel in the lion's den, you know, all these great stories as children we learn. But about 28 years ago, I discovered that when you read this book, you should not look for the facts. You need to look for the principles because it's the principles that are permanent. The facts change. Now, what is a fact? A fact is a description of the present state of things. Write that down. Very important statement. A fact is a description of the present state of things. But a principle is an eternal truth. It is a set truth. That means it's fixed. Principles don't change 
even though facts may vary. It's a fact that I am here at the moment sitting talking to you. That's only a fact. The truth is I'm leaving in a couple of days. So the fact is always temporary, but the truth is that which is permanent. It's always a constant movement. You know, that's why we should walk in the truth. We are not built and designed by God to live according to facts. We were created to live according to the truth. And what is truth? Principles. You know, gravity, for example, is a principle. And the law of gravity or the principle of gravity is set. Gravity works whether you are in America, China, Jamaica, or the Bahamas where I'm from. Or gravity works all the way in Tahiti. It works in, in, uh, in Andros, in an island in my country. And it works also in New Zealand. Gravity doesn't care where you are, it works. Something else about gravity, a principle, is this way. A principle has no respect for your opinions. You know, if you go on a 10-story building right now, and you got 10 Bibles in your pockets and 20 tapes by Dr. Miles Monroe, you speak in tongues and you quote scripture on the way down while you jump, gravity doesn't care how much scripture you know, how many Bibles are in your pocket, or how much tongues you're talking, gravity going to do its job. Can I hear an amen? You can tell gravity, I don't believe in you, I hate you, I defy you, but what happens? Gravity doesn't care. It pulls you down and it destroys you. You see, principles are that way. They don't respect you. That's why you must respect them. So if you learn the ways of God, you will live. If you learn the precepts of God, you will be preserved. If you study the word of God and the principles of God, you won't have to worry about the outcome of your life. Now, I'll tell you something very strange. No matter how high an airplane flies, it can only stay up as long as there's fuel in its tank. You know, in other words, gravity will let you violate it until you run out of steam. That's the importance of the persistent power of a principle. In other words, the, the principle of aerodynamics causes the plane to lift. So that principle overpowers the principle of gravity and the airplane can fly according to another principle. But the only reason why the airplane can fly and remain in flight is because it also obeys a principle of fuel. Gravity is still pulling on the airplane even though it's flying. But the problem is the plane has another principle working for it supplied by fuel. Aerodynamics is supplied by the principle of fuel. When the fuel runs out, gravity takes over, pulls the plane down. That's a very important concept. In other words, once you lock into a principle, nothing can stop you. It may temporarily restrict you, but it can never stop you. That means once you lock into the ways of God, success is inevitable. That's why a person who understands what I'm going to share with you in the next few moments, they don't worry about success. You know, I don't worry whether I'm going to make it or not in life. Because I know that what I am locked into, nothing can stop. So what you're going to learn tonight is dangerous material because suddenly you're going to become invincible. Once you learn the principles of God, 
on the precepts of God, then you are earmarked for success irregardless of any resistance. Would you like to know what those principles are? Are you sure? You know, I think that many of us believe that because we are believers, we are going to succeed. Do you know that if you are a believer and jump of a 10-story building, gravity doesn't care? Let me stand up. I got to talk. Say it again. Some folks believe that ever since they became a Christian or they believe in God, that they actually have an advantage over other people. But you really don't. Do you know that Jesus gave a story one time about two people, two are humans, who built houses. Remember those two guys? And he says that one of them built a house on sand, the other built a house on a rock. And then the scripture says that it, a storm came against both houses. Which means whether you are on a rock or sand, it does not keep the storm away. You are not immune from problems because you are a believer. There's no advantage that you have over a person who doesn't believe in life. The same tempests and the same pressures and the same disappointments and the same troubles and trials and tribulations come upon all of us. That's why you better learn about the principles. Now, what was Jesus teaching on in this story? He was teaching on the word. He said, the man who built his house on the solid foundation of the rock of the word, that man is able to overcome the storm and stand in the midst of all the resistance. The person who doesn't have the word, the principles of God, that person collapse. So even being a believer, if you don't understand the principles, you will also collapse under pressure. Haven't we seen it all around us? Wonderful people believe in God still not making success in their lives. And because they, they can't explain it, we say, well, God took them. Or God's testing them. You know, God's testing everybody if that's the case. Because there's nobody who is immune from test. As I study the word of God, and I study all the individuals in this book that have successfully overcome the most difficult situations and those who have completed their dreams and fulfilled their purpose in life when you study them if you can check them out you will see that every one of them had certain principles that was common to all of them that caused them to succeed that's why we can study these principles and know that they work you see if it worked for Moses and for Joshua and if it worked for, for Samson, and it works for, for, for Paul, if it works for Peter, and if it works for David, and it works for all of these, it can work for you. If it works for Esther and for Ruth, it can work for you. If it works for little young teenager David, it can work for any teenager. In other words, no matter who you are, if it works for them, it will work for me. Tell your neighbor, I'm about to become successful. So the principles then are established.